When I sold my business in June of this year, June 2022, we were at about 85% direct booking, maybe 90%. And we achieved that for a variety of reasons. You know, the company had been going for 19 years. We'd been booked direct from the very outset. So we had a lot of things in place to make this work. And I know that the whole book direct movement has been under discussion over the last couple of years. And I wanted to talk to somebody who knows about this movement and the book direct strategies more than anybody else. And that is Damien Sheridan. Damien's been on the show a couple of times before. He is the founder of the book direct show, which will take place in Miami in October. And he's joining me to talk about all things book direct. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new and what will help make your business a success. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer, and as ever, I am delighted to be back with you. So conference season is well underway at the moment, and I'm sure I have many listeners here who are heading off to the VRMA conference in Las Vegas towards the end of October. And there will be others who will be going to the Book Direct Show in Miami, and that is just before. VRMA. And I will be there with my friend Jody Bourne. We're going to be doing a workshop on lead magnets and talking about whether email marketing is actually dead, which it is not. It definitely is not. And we'll be allaying all those myths about the death of email marketing and talking about how you can create massive traffic to your website by creating some lead magnets and then using email marketing to take that to the next level. So because of that, I wanted to talk about Book Direct and share my passion for these strategies because it worked for me in my business for so many years. We created so much repeat business and our repeat business never went back through the OTAs. And of course, I'm not going to, I'm not saying that you shouldn't use the OTAs, you know, that, that you should not use Airbnb and Verbo and Booking.com and whoever else you'd like to use of the OTAs. They have their purposes, but you should be in control of how you manage that and use them for your benefit, not for theirs. So, I have invited Damien Sheridan, who is the founder of the Book Direct Show, to come on and to talk about how the direct booking momentum has changed post-COVID, the barriers that people may have to overcome to achieve success in direct booking. And one big question is, how do we overcome the trust and confidence messages that the OTAs are sending? You know, that they are, they don't like book direct. They don't like people booking direct. So they're going to send that message out that you're not safe as a guest to book direct with an owner or a manager. And we're going to be talking about how you can overcome that trust and confidence issue. And I'm also going to be asking Damien about the Book Direct show in Miami, both the live event and there's an online event too. If you can't make it, and I hope you will, 
Um, I'd love to see you there. But if you can't make it, there is an online event and some great speakers at both these events. So we're going to be talking through what the highlights of these two events are. So without further ado, let's move on over and talk to Damien Sheridan. So I'm delighted to have back with me once again, I think maybe for the third time now, is Damien Sheridan. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, hello. Yeah, the hat trick. I've, I've done it. Thank you so much for having me. Really, really honoured as always. Well, when, we, when you came on for the first time, we talked about your sort of your core business, which was search engine optimization and, you know, all things search. And then the second time we were talking about the 2021 Book Direct show, and that was in the UK. And, and this time we're, we're going to talk about the 2022 Book Direct show and the online event, which one of which is in Miami, the other is on your, your computer screen. But we'll come back to that at the end, because I want to talk to Damien about direct booking in general and direct booking strategies and where we are now post-COVID in, in terms of direct booking. Because I know, do you know about a year ago, I think I was, I was on a panel and I can't remember, I think it was maybe a Breezeway panel and it was being moderated by Amy Highnote and there were, there were a couple of other people on it. She asked about direct booking and I, I said there, I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm thinking it's, it's not as strong a movement as it once was. So I'm going to get to that in a moment. But uh, for those of you who have not heard Damien before, maybe don't know much about him. And yeah, let's go over to you, Damien, and just ask you just to just to give us the backstory of why you're doing this and, you know, what your history is in the business. Thanks, Heather. Well, sometimes I do wonder myself why I'm doing this. <laughs> I, so I'm Damien Sheridan. Yeah, as you've uh, alluded to a moment ago, I'm uh, mostly an SEO, so search en- engine optimization consultant. I work with property managers in the vacation rental industry, uh, mostly throughout Europe, but a few clients in the US as well. And um, as a result of a lot of my clients asking whether I could help with things like branding, creative things, email marketing, etc., um, social media, especially. I, when, I, when I told them, no, I can't actually do that for you, but I know several people who can, it really, and this is about three, three and a half years ago, it led to an idea whereby we could potentially put something on or create a community whereby we can help people with, with all of these ways of, of uh, generating direct bookings. So, uh, yeah, one thing led to another, and we had our first show a little bit before international lockdowns, um, before COVID. Passed off, all well, great feedback, and here we are, heading to our fourth one in May, in Miami, in October, next month now. So, uh, yeah, really excited, uh, all about the direct uh, booking uh, movement, and, and really actionable tangible strategies that we can all, every one of us can employ into our day-to-day business operations. Well, you, uh, you've launched the first one just before COVID and here we are. And can we say at the end, <laughs> can we say no, COVID no, is done? <laughs> I know, I know here in Canada, they've just dropped all quarantine and, you know, everything is just about dropped now. And, and I suppose, you know, it's, it's just going to be seasonal like flu, which is what somebody said many years ago at the outset but can we reflect back and just talk about how you feel that direct booking momentum has changed since you began this journey with the uh, with the 
book direct shows? Yeah, it's an interesting question, Heather, because there, there are, there's wildly conflicting data on this. I see a lot of um, data analysts and uh, companies suggesting that bookings, direct bookings have gone up significantly since uh, the advent of COVID. Others saying that they have uh, reduced. Now, this will depend on various metrics and locations. So I, I take each with a pinch of salt. What I can talk about is the momentum that I see rather than the actual bookings uh, that are generated. So I see, you know, you think of hashtag book direct. That now is such a commonly quoted addition to, to posts on, on social media. It's, it's a very recognized movement now. I think most property managers and especially professional property managers you know, those who are doing it full-time are aware that this is a thing we need to be looking at. We can't rely on OTAs for all of our bookings. And because if COVID and the first couple of months of COVID taught us and many professional property management companies out there is that if you do rely on one or two OTAs for all your bookings, you may get burned. And that is sadly what happened uh, one or two of my clients really sadly went under as well. So mm-hmm. it, um, you know, overnight the carpet was swept uh, from them, and and I think that's taught us to that we, that we need to consider our options and uh, make sure we we diversify um, the our distribution channels from where we can get bookings. Direct bookings is a big part of that. I remember speaking at the uh, host 2019 conference in in London. Mm-hmm. And one of my slides, I think my very first slide was don't put all your eggs in the Airbnb basket because you never know what's around the corner. And of course, that was November 2019. And what was around the corner was was COVID. And as you say, there were those who had their eggs in the Airbnb basket and had you know, were burnt, significantly burned. And, you know, it's not, it's not just COVID. And, you know, I'm not going to call out one or two OTAs in particular, but there are instances, and it's more regular than you think, whereby your listings can just be removed or disappear overnight, and you have no idea why. And it could be simply because a guest thought they saw a camera in a room, and it might be a, you know, a noise monitoring device, or it, it, there's almost endless ways that actually you may be told your listings are now gone, you know, any avenue you had for bookings has gone and you won't get a, an answer as to why it happened. And it's kind of like, don't contact us. You're, uh, you're done. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's frightening. Um, so, I mean, it's something that you and I obviously have been advocating for, for many years. But I think a lot of property managers are now seeing this and mm-hmm. how, you know, we, we have to look elsewhere. I stayed at a, a, a beautiful short-term rental in Northampton when I came across in July to visit my family and the, the couple had been um, running their, their vacation rental for just a little over a year and they were just on one single platform and without notice, they were shut down. They'd had not really an incident, but they'd had some people staying that she said were, they weren't very friendly and the, the, the property was adjacent to their home. And when these people had arrived, they'd, they'd gone and knocked on the door and said, is everything okay? Do you have everything you need? And, and then the next thing they know, they're completely shut down. And as you say, no explanation. And they were out of mm-hmm. it for 10 days. 
with no knowledge of whether they, you know, their future bookings were going, you know, were they in jeopardy? And, mm-hmm. and what transpired was that the guest had made a complaint about privacy, that privacy had been invaded, mm-hmm. and simply because they knocked on the door with a bottle of wine, I have to say. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Um, oh, I but, thought you were going to be suggesting that there was a camera nearby or something like that, but it was literally just because they it, had... It was, they, a, it was a knock on the door, and, and, just, and they knew it was a... a, a not quite a shared space, but it was, um, you know, it was next door. But anyway, so, so yeah, that's, that's just another, you know, I, I think that was the first time I've come across something that actually happened and spoke to somebody and, and you know, she talked through their despair at mm-hmm. what they were going to do having with, with their whole summer of rentals in jeopardy. So, yeah, I, th- I think... They're, I think they're, they're it, probably the lucky ones as well, Heather. There, there are other companies out there who have the listings deleted uh, effectively and all of the bookings refunded uh, and lose thousands upon thousands. We, we had a speaker at the show a couple of years ago speaking about this and he lost over $100,000 gone overnight and, uh, and never saw those listings reappear. Yeah. And he never found out why. Yeah. I th- it's, it's just one reason, one reason, I, I, I think. So what are the other reasons that um, hosts and managers might want to, to move towards a direct booking model? Well, I think the, the most obvious is uh, no commissions. That's obviously one of the first things people think about, the, the financial aspect, you know, whether it's 3 10 20% that you're paying out. That's, that's a lot of money. And as you scale your business, that becomes even more of a, a huge and you know a significant monthly amount that you're paying out to OTAs. So I think that's probably the primary one that people think of. But really for me, and the most important one, is the, the level of control that you have over your business. You know, we, we have a tagline at the Book Direct Show, your business, your guests, your rules. You know, they are your guests. We have to remember that. They're not, you know, Airbnb's guests or Booking.com's guests. They are yours. They're staying with you. They're not staying with those OTAs. We have to remember that, that it, is, it is our business. And, you know, we, we are entitled to the data as well. You know, mm-hmm. an email address is the very minimum we expect for when we're communicating with a guest or, or a phone number. A lot of the time they're masked and we have to create quite, a, you know, devious ways almost of getting those email addresses, which is crazy. So that, that, the, the, the data behind that emails, emails and phone numbers at a minimum, but just ways of openly communicating with your guest yeah. with sharing any link that you want that's not going to be uh, blocked or phone numbers or anything. You know, that communication, I think, is, is vitally important. Yes, we fell, we fell into this. There were very few bookings that we took via the OTAs towards the last mm-hmm. couple of years of, of managing our rental business. But I do remember, I do recall one, and it was a, it was a booking that, that went through one of the platforms and it was on not an island, but a water access only property. And the mm-hmm. only way to get to this property was by boat. And we had this list of boat rental companies and ta- water taxis. And we weren't able, you know, we kept trying to send those links and they were all redacted. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. We're just trying to help this guest get to this property that she's booking on this platform. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we, we actually lost that booking. I mean, yeah. it was in the early days, and I, th- I, th- I think uh, I think things have probably changed, and it's a little bit easier, perhaps, you know, to send that information out now. But that that sort of put the lid on it for me, and I said, I can't do yeah. this, I can't do yeah. this a- again. 
Having yeah, said all three, exactly, that communication, but yeah. you know, it's it's not right that you can't send some basic information like that. Mm-hmm. That's uh, you know the the host guest relationship should be totally transparent and uh, and free, and, and that way it's not. And you know, and I, I include as well the um, terms like having your own security deposits. You know, saying what what you want to employ, mm-hmm. how, how when you want to get paid, things like that. You know, you're being totally controlled. By, by algorithms and all, all, all kinds of things. So, yeah, it, it's not easy. Yeah. Having said all this, Damien, we're not advocating that you suspend everything with the platforms altogether. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, there's still strategic benefits to using the OTAs. So uh, what, oh, sure. what would, what would yeah. you say they are? Oh, like you look, I think, yeah, and as you and I, as much as we're advocates for direct bookings, yes, of course we understand that they are hugely important to the vast majority of uh, STR vacation rental businesses out there. So, so really, it's, uh, for me, the most important word is diversification. It's using the OTA channels in line with other distribution channels that can help with your direct bookings. So I think making sure you, you do you know, the right thing. And you do have to do the right thing on these OTAs. You have to abide by the rules. You have to respond to emails, uh, inquiries timely, which should be the case anyway. But you also, you know, there are there are, there are restrictions upon cancellations now, which are getting more and more strict. Uh, and you do have to play by those rules very much. But hey, we have to do it. But just making sure you price well. For, so, for example, you can you can go extremely high during your peak period and price it cheaper on your own booking website um, to to try and get those direct bookings in. Um, so, revenue management is really important. But also niche niche marketing as well on niche channels. I think is something that not enough property managers look at um, because yes, we're you know a lot of us look at. Airbnb, Booking.com, especially in Europe, Verbo, Expedia, etc. But there's, there are a lot of niche booking listing sites, OTAs, whatever you want to call them, that are amazing in what they do. And they might be regional or national or international, but they might you know, f- um, focus in on a certain kind of activity or a certain family or type pet-friendly holiday. And I think using those wisely is really important too. So... So really, not just sending out your listings to three or four channels, using the right ones for you and, and doing some research, finding mm-hmm. out where is the location of, your, of some of your inventory and actually seeing which of those OTAs or niche listing sites really successfully pushes to that area and making sure you're there, getting as many eyeballs on your listings as possible. Yeah, and, and actually knowing who your guests are, where they're coming from, is, is super, super yeah. helpful. You know, and for, yeah. for us, you know, 98% of our guests came from Toronto and wow. they looked at local sites as well. So we, we had a, a local listing site called Cottages in Canada that actually is, is still delivering probably 70% of inquiries. And yeah. it's, it's just very, very effective. But it has been... Yes, sorry to cut you off there, Heather. I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned that because I think a lot of for, uh, there's different there's variations of interpretations of direct bookings, and I think some people may say that bookings that come from an external site is not a direct booking. Now, for me, I, I don't agree with that at all. I think we we think back to the old rent by owner listing sites, which we all loved. You paid a subscription. 
that was the payment and then you got your bookings with all of the data and you were free to do with that booking as you wanted. Now that's, we know that model is, is largely died, but there are still some great sites out there. So I think for me, it's really important that people, I don't know, maybe whether they agree with me or not, but they think of those sites and don't discount them because they're a third party or for whatever reason. You know, like a, a Google pay-per-click campaign delivers direct bookings, uh, even though you might uh, you might pay for them. So, um, Oh, absolutely, I yes. I mean, in, yeah. in, in years gone by, you know, going back when I first started out, you advertised in the local newspapers and you advertise in mm-hmm. classified ads and yeah. stuck a sign on the lawn. It was, it was all part of it. And yes, I mean, cottage, yeah. cottages in Canada is, is, is still that basic listing site. It, it directs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've got a website, you put your ad on and, and that site will direct bookings back to your own website. Yep. So, and, and I see a, there are more of these, you know, popping up Florida vacation rentals by owner and other mm-hmm. Florida rent by owner Flabo. Oh, yeah, Michelle. And we are seeing more and more of these local listing sites. And, and, and where you've got a local drive to market, then people may well, if, you can, if, if those sites are advertising enough, then it's really worthwhile advertising on them. So I think persuading hosts and managers to do direct booking is one thing. Getting to the guests is another. And that's what the whole Book Direct Day was all about when that kicked off, you know, a number of years ago. First Wednesday in February, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Book Direct Day was about educating guests. It was about telling them that the OTAs aren't the be-all and end-all. There are other ways of booking a property. So, what tactics do you suggest that owners and managers use to actually drive the book direct message home, not just on the first Wednesday in February, yeah. but every day of the year? Yeah, it's, and that's the really kind of ironic thing almost with Book Direct Day, because we, whilst it was hugely important, and we owe a lot to Amy and team for giving birth to that, it was effectively a, a, thousands of property managers sharing their best price for that particular day hashtag book direct day and it's obviously it's a lot more than that we it's it's about educating our guests throughout the year and and how do we do that we we through communication you know we we, we need to we have to tell the guest what actually what are the benefits of, of booking direct it's not just a booking in that certain area that a lot of people think top right or, or wherever it is. You know, why would a guest who's come onto your website for the first time, why would they do that? They're, they're not, unless you give them a really serious reason to, to understand the benefits and to trust you. So for me, there's probably three elements, actually. There's the trust element and whether you're going to say that you're a member of a certain organization or however you're going to do that, that there's lots of ways to, to, to make yourself more trustworthy. Show your expertise and make sure that you know, you, you've got an ama- a great blog, for example, or you're just coming across that you, the communication is that you know your area better than anyone. But for me, the direct booking benefits like on your website is hugely important. We, do, we generally do not tend to do this. We, we think that the guests should know why it's best to book direct, but they don't. You know, we, if, we, if we think they've got a decision to make between, say, Airbnb and our site, why, why would they? They don't know that it might be the best price. 
they don't know that they might get some some extras included, like an early check-in, late check-out. And for me, something that everyone misses in those benefits is that it's the best customer service they're going to get because they're going to have a direct and open line to you whereas they, uh, and to your expertise and to not have to go through a third party and wait for an email to be replied to or wait for somebody to pick up the phone if you can indeed find a phone number. So having a direct line to the property manager is hugely important. So um, there are some ways to do it on your website. Uh, I mean, there's, you know, we, we've had, I think, 120 video presentations as part of our um, book direct show over the last few years. So there's, there's a lot of ways to, to communicate to your, your guests. Doing it with your former guest is probably one of the lowest mm-hmm. hanging fruit. You know, email campaign, email marketing campaigns, SMS marketing, which um, a lot of companies don't do, but they should consider. So for me, I think the, the word is communication, Heather, just making mm-hmm. sure you're, you're actually telling them, why, why is it best to, to book direct? And where are the ones you should be booking with? Doing it locally, not with a, you know, a company based in Amsterdam or San Francisco or, or whatever. It's, it's us you're dealing with. It's us you're talking to. And, yeah, and then you know, you're going to get the best price. You're going to get these things included. You're going to get whatever it is you can add, which actually can be minimal. Free breakfast at a local cafe, which might cost you $10 you know, to bring in that direct booking. These are little ways to, to try and get, get those deals, get those bookings over the line. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned remarketing to, you know, to, to the guests that come to you via the platforms. That is mm-hmm. such an important element is to get that remarketing program in place the moment they leave. Then you Absolutely. let them know that, you know, book through us next time. Yep. And, We've, and, uh, yeah. Is- and, and re- remarketing through uh, search engines as well, through pay- pay-per-click campaigns as well. And we've got somebody speaking about that this, uh, this year on our online series. Just there's ways of keep keeping the branding alive mm-hmm. with your uh, with your guests and your, with your former guests, and and letting them know you know what's going on. Not just saying hey we've got this special price, this special price, which can happen. But what's actually going on in your area? What are the events that are happening next year in 2023? You know what are what are, where are the new bars or restaurants in mm-hmm. town? You know things that they actually want to know. You know they they don't really need to know that you've got a special deal next March time, you know, when, when it's not going to necessarily work for them. Let's think about them. Why, why have they come to your area? If, if you've been able to segment some data like a honeymoon date or birth dates, that's gold in terms of remarketing that information at the right time um, in advance of stays. So little things like that to, to consider. Yeah, you, uh, you sort of mentioned the website and, and I've, and I'm sure you look at a lot of property management and independent host websites. And sometimes I, you know, it's just sort of head slapping when you look at it and you think all you're doing is advertising a property. There's nothing yeah. else that's going to keep people on the site. How important would you say the effort directed to building content on a direct book website is? Absolutely crucial. <laughs> you know, for the most part, I would say 95% of websites you see out there, and by, with professional property managers as well, they, they don't get that message across well mm-hmm. at all. I know you guys were, were masters of content and blogging and making sure you get some, some great relevant um, expert 
local uh, content related to your local area, which ranked really highly. But that's, that's not easy. But I, I think there are so many little things we can do on our websites that you know, don't take long. And in that, I would include having a phone number. How many websites do you see that don't have a phone number to call? People just think it's all online, but it's not. People have got questions to ask. And having a trust us page, why should we book direct with you? Because this is who we are. This is who we belong to. This is our team. You know, the about us. I know you're a strong advocate for this, Heather. The about us page. You must have this on your site. You know, tell, be, don't be anonymous. Mm-hmm. Because, again, think of the mindset of the guest. Why would they book with you if they don't know who you are? You know, you, you, we, we have to get out of this mindset of just being transactional. It's, a, it's about building a rapport pre-stay. I'm sorry, pre-booking, I mean. Um, so that, that guest journey starts pre-booking. And I think if they know exactly who, you know, we're going to be dealing with Heather Bear and her team, we can see a nice picture of Heather, a nice description of her and the bio, you know, with the dog or, or whoever, you know, it, it brings across that the family behind the business or the team behind the business. And I think we need to be, we need to build that rapport in a way that we're open, upfront, transparent from, from the very beginning. Yeah, um, I'm, I, I posted about, the about us page in a uh, on a on my facebook group the other day because i'd i was looking so somebody had posted something on that group about a company that offered virtual staff it was sort of a, a type of virtual staff finder for yeah. the vacation rental business and i thought oh, i wonder who these people are so i went onto their site and i went to about us and it said absolutely nothing about who the people were that started this business why they were doing it, what their passion was. And I thought I, I would not use that because you know, particularly in this business, you want to know, <laughs> it's not just being nosy. You just want to know who's involved. And, and I'm, I'm assuming, so I, I immediately assume, well, this is just, it's, it's a company that started off in an, another country and they've seen this need for uh, virtual assistance and we'll just put a, a short-term rental spin on it. I think they were advertising, let us provide staff for your Airbnb, which, uh-huh. which says a lot <laughs> to start with. But yeah, no About Us page, no business from me. Uh, yeah, yep. so, a lot of people think that way. Uh, certainly now, you know, and it's coming down to another question. And I mentioned this in the introduction to this, you know, how can we overcome the trust and confidence messages that the OTAs are, are sharing? And they're sharing the message that it's, you know, you should not trust anybody but them. You should not have confidence in booking outside of their platform. So how can we overcome that? And you've mentioned having a trust yeah. us page. Yeah, that's been a message that really has been very direct, actually, from the OTAs for, for several years now. You know, we, again, you have to put yourself in the shoes of a guest. And why would they trust you over an, uh, an OTA? And we have to think about the, the booking journey through an OTA. It's so simple. It's, it's seamless. You can see all of these properties. You click into one and you say, yeah, I like it. Two or three clicks later, you're done. And you know the the money is safe as well. You know, these are things, the booking funnel on our site is hugely important. As you mentioned before, I I do see a lot of 
book, direct booking websites for, with uh, clients and prospective clients. And I, one of the first things I ask is, do you know how many steps it takes from start to finish to book on your own website? Nearly always, uh, there's a guess, but, but they don't actually know. But there are, sometimes you actually can reduce the number of clicks from start to finish. With every extra click, you are likely to lose about 50% of those uh, inquiries or potential bookings. So we need to reduce that, reduce unnecessary fields that we're asking for, like titles, like addresses, like all of these things that you can get after the transaction has actually happened. Keep it as simple as possible. But also, you know, make sure you let your guests know when they're booking, how they're, how the the money is going to be processed. Making sure you've got a security certificate on your site, first of all, is hugely important. But, um, you know, the, um, accept credit cards as well and make sure your guests know that you accept credit cards so they have a level of protection there as well. Um, but really, anything you can do to very succinctly let them know they are their, their money their, you know, their hard-earned money for their two-week trip per year is safe with you. And this is how you're going to do it. Talk them through the steps, potentially, before they go to the booking funnel, but make the booking easy. Because all too often, it's a painful, painful experience. That, that's such a good point. And, and it's one that, you know, we went through some pain with our company a couple of years ago. Because that page abandonment rate yeah. was so high, we could see people getting to the booking page and, and then abandoning it at that point. And we did you know, a lot of research into that. And what we found was exactly as you've said, we were asking for way too much information before we got a credit card number. Yeah. And yeah. when we reimagined the page, the booking page, we moved it to a simple name, email address, and telephone number, yeah, and a yeah. credit card number. We've got your credit card. Now we've got that, and you're booked. Now we're going to ask you some additional questions about your group. Exactly. Yeah. All the other names and email addresses, which is great for the extra data. But also, you know, you see things like upsells as well in the booking process. And you think we don't need to be upselling at that point. Upsell later on. Yeah. Get the booking confirmed, first of all. Uh, and don't get people to register as well. That's another thing I see. Asking people to register, and this depends on your PMS, of course, on your booking engine, but some actually require you to set up a login with a password, etc., before you can actually book. And that's a painful experience that's going to lose you a lot of bookings as well. Yeah, and the other thing is saying call for rates. Because, <laughs> you know, why would oh, you? Yeah. Unless, unless it was, you know, so, so desirable, you just could not miss out on this. You know, never ask yeah. somebody to call for your rates. You've got to... Sh- yeah, well, you know, there's still a lot of people out there who are adverse to taking instant bookings. And for whatever reason, you know, we all work in, in our own right. But we're going to lose out on a huge amount of bookings if we're inquiry only. And uh, it's something that we, in this day and age, you have to consider instant bookings. Well, the way we did it was, was to, you know, get that information, get that credit card number, then collect the, the, the rest of the information. And if, if they didn't meet our criteria, you know, on our screening after that, then we just rejected it. And of course, when you're doing it yourself, you're not going to be penalized for screening somebody out. Yeah, 
because you know once they start telling you how many people they've got and it's way over your uh, your maximum mm-hmm. your your occupancy level you can just go back and say i'm sorry you know we have not charged your card so we don't press that button on charging the card until mm-hmm. we've got that information but by that time they've given us the card so you know they've made that they've made that commitment that's a, that's a really great point, and I think something again with the OTAs is that we're, we're being forced into accepting bookings that we're not being com- not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're penalised if you reject bookings on a number of platforms, and you will see your listings drop down the uh, the rankings, which uh, should never be the case. You know, no. you should only be comfortable with any booking you accept. So there's there's something you know very wrong with that situation. Yeah, exactly. It's it's it. It has taken the control way, way out of the uh, the hands of the host. And I, I know there are many, many people, thousands, millions maybe, who are having a great time just on the on the platforms. And, and we are probably speaking to, and I don't know what the percentage of people we are speaking to with this book direct message. It is much smaller. We know that. But I do also know that the book direct, the group of people are passionate hosts and managers. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're looking after our own business. You know, I can't, I can't stress that enough. It's our business. We're not working for, for Airbnb. It's the other way around. And we need yeah. to remember that. Really. Okay. What, uh, so if, if somebody's listening to this and they're, they're, I mean, most people who listen to this podcast are already on this bandwagon. But for any new listeners, what could a host or a manager actually do today to move that needle towards more direct bookings? What, what's an... Something really think, simple they can do. Well, I think the most obvious step is having your own website. But for, for argument's sake, I'm going to say that everybody has their own website here mm-hmm. anyway. If not, that would be the first thing I would do. And most PMSs, property management systems or software, include uh, booking, uh, direct booking websites or websites um, as part of their offerings. So in terms of like a quick win, something that I find great is uh, Google My Business or Google Business Profile. And it's something I recommend to all clients. The first thing, make sure your brand is visible on Google. And what I mean by that is if you've got, your, if you've got listings on multiple OTAs, but you have a, a very visible brand name, Damien's Apartments or you know, Heather's Cottages, for argument's sake, and we're telling our guests that you know, this is our name, and a lot of guests are more savvy now. They know that it's possible they may get a, a, a better option by looking direct. So if they type into Google or a search engine um, that, you know, Heather's Cottages, then done well, done properly through Google My Business or the business profile, it's now called, your knowledge panel or your branding will appear on that right-hand side with the information that you've added with some images, opening times, uh, link to your site, etc. So that would be one of the first things. It can take a few weeks to get underway with a verification postcard. But a really simple way to uh, to get your business seen by by more discerning travellers and the Google reviews. Google reviews, absolutely. You know, and a lot of people don't realise reviews on Airbnb and Booking and others are not your reviews to keep. You can lose them overnight. They they can dis- They actually on some OTAs they disappear after a couple of years anyway. So make sure you keep your reviews, and Google is, is a great way to do that. And it's the first place I tell all of my clients and uh, anyone, any recommendation, make sure your reviews go through. Or, well, they're, they're across a number of, um, of channels, but Google first and foremost, and it's very easy to set that up. Yeah. 
And I, and I have to say, I, I review more businesses on Google than on any, anything else. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, maybe that's just me, but I, I, I think I, you know, I do look at that, those Google business profiles when I'm looking for companies. So let's talk about the Book Direct show, both the live version and the online version. So you know, tell us about these two. They're taking place in October. What can people expect from each? Yeah, great. So we've, we've, well, chronologically, I'll start with the first one, which is our Book Direct Show online series. And this is for anyone. We've got free or paid tickets, but uh, anyone can access this. So they will go live on the 3rd to the 4th of October, over 24 hours. And this is, will be about 15 or 16, I think at last count, presentations from people in our industry who have got recommendations of ways to, to generate direct bookings. So they'd be roughly about 20 to 25 minutes long, which we think is you know, adequate and enough time to, uh, to keep people on task. They will go live that, that particular day. Anybody can watch them. You just need to um, get your ticket on bookdirect.show slash tickets, but you'll find that. And then on the 18th and 19th of October, we have our live conference, and that's coming from Miami. And your good self and uh, several other of the world's leading speakers will be there. We're hugely excited. We've got the likes of Matt Landau, Amber Hurdle, Vince Perez, uh, yourself, Jody Bourne. There's so many. I can't even name them all. But we feel they're very much the leading speakers in the world about Book Direct, the, the movement, how we can do this actionably. You know, because I think... For me, one of the, the most important things is we, we can feel a bit lonely in this business um, and that we're doing things for ourselves. We're so busy and caught up in our day-to-day operations that we kind of think, you know, is there anybody else out there struggling like I am? You know, is there anybody else who needs help to get direct bookings? Can we do it? You know, can we meet? Can we do it together? Can we learn from the best? And that's the experience we're trying to create for the book direction. So it's a two-day conference. We've got, yeah, amazing speakers. On our second day, we're specifically doing more comprehensive workshops where you come in, Heather. Uh, Heather's doing a presentation on lead magnets and how to set these up, and I'm especially excited about that. Um, So, and our first day is probably more of a conventional conference, but it's gonna be lots of time for uh, after partying as well, and we've got an awards ceremony with Will Slickers' Destination Air Awards on our first evening as well. Boat trip the day before, we've got drinks with Turnover B&B the night of the first night. We've got lots of things going on, so it's, uh, it's hugely exciting. Can you, uh, can you touch on some of the topics? You know, just, just choose a few of the topics that people can expect to learn about. Uh, let's, start with the on- yeah. let's start with the online event. Online, we've got, oh my goodness, you see, we've got brand, people speaking about branding, we've got um, someone talking, actually I mentioned earlier on about the booking funnel, mm-hmm. and um, we've got somebody speaking about that booking funnel, how to bring that trust element into the booking funnel and to make things easier for that guest to book, so effectively conversion of the, of the booking. We've got um, someone talking about reviews as well, and how to turn negative reviews into positive reviews and actually lead to direct bookings. We've got a I'll lot of that. I can't even... <laughs> yeah, you have. I certainly have. Um, I can't, uh, my mind is just worrying. I can't think of any others at the moment, but there are about 15 or 16. And we've got on our live day, we've got speak- people speaking about trust, um, branding, loyalty, 
etc. So yeah, much, uh, much of what we've been speaking about in in this yes. conversation, you uh, know, and, and yeah. coming back on that trust thing is just so important. And yeah, and yeah. to have somebody talking about that in front of the audience, I think, is going to be beneficial. Yeah, we've got a, a panel um, uh, speaking about trust. So it's about a 30, 30 to 40 minute conversation. And um, yeah, just the things we can do to make our prospective guests, just just give them that little bit of, uh, of confidence to, uh, to book with us um, over going direct with an MTA. So. Well, it's clear from this conversation that, uh, that direct booking is not dead. <laughs> you know, people are, I was into, you know, when I went to I went, um, England and Germany back in, in July, I tried to book direct. And so the two places, the place I've stayed at in, in UK and then the one I stayed at in, in Germany, I would have loved to book directly with them. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. I could not. And I really searched. I really searched to find them. Yeah. Couldn't. It, it can be so difficult still to book direct. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was just in Barcelona for a couple of days, Heather. And the uh, one property that I could book that was a reasonable cost, tried to find a website online, nothing at all, booked with them. And, you know, when I, when I stayed, everything went okay. But there was no attempt at all to ask me, you know, why I'm staying, would you be interested in staying again, could we add your email address mm-hmm. to our database, etc. No attempt at all. And it's purely, it's just down that OTA route, yeah. um, which for me is not a sustainable business model. But uh, hey. Yeah, I mean, for me as a guest, I want that conversation with the, mm. you know, with the person that's provided this, this accommodation for me, you know, and, and I don't want it to be that transactional and commoditized. But it was interesting yeah. that both places I stayed at had business cards in them. And on those business okay. cards was the owner's email address. And certainly for the one in England, I have, I mean, it was a beautiful place. And I had no problem with them knocking on my door with a bottle of wine. <laughs> and, <laughs> I wouldn't either. I'd be good with that. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> uh, you know, we're already planning on booking with them again next year. And we will, you know, and I, of course, I was, I was there and I sat down with this couple and we talked about Book Direct. Mm-hmm. And she's, well, you know, this first year they'd gone with Airbnb, but they were interested and they're talking about a website now. So I, I like to think that I have a conversion, <laughs> a convert. <laughs> You know, I think it's it's very easy for us to say um, to kind of wonder how a company or you know a, a host doesn't have any means to book direct. But you know, it's so easy. It's it's been for the last ten years. The entry into the market has been so easy that we we've become so spoiled. And and I think you know some of the time people think it's just not worth it. The amount of time to invest on a new website to take payment, which actually can be, you know, for all of us, it's quite scary at first, thinking mm-hmm. you're going to take payment, you're going to work out damage deposits, etc. Now, with the, our, the technology is much easier to help us do that. But it's these obstacles and little mental hurdles to get over that I think are a lot easier than you think. And we've got someone speaking about uh, payments as well as an online series. But I think it's just psychologically, just thinking, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Let's just see what those steps are. Um, and take baby steps. You don't have to jump into an SEO campaign, for example. Uh, you know that wouldn't be the way I would go about things anyway. But I think just baby steps towards, you know, maybe getting one percent more 
of uh, direct bookings per year. Little milestones, I think, are, are great. And I think uh, networking is, is so important that there are Facebook groups that you can join where yeah. people are passionate about direct booking and will share all the, you know, everything that they do. So I'll, mm-hmm. I've, there, there are a few of those. I'll put the links on the show notes to those. So Damien, I can't, I mean, it's only a few weeks now. I can't wait to get to Miami. I've got my accommodation all booked, booked direct, of course. <laughs> I got that one booked direct. <laughs> um, so, so yes, Jody and I are very much looking forward to, to, to coming to Miami, meeting up with many old friends, new making new friends, and just immersing ourselves in the in the whole book direct movement. It's going to be great. Thank you so much for for putting this on. I know that that doing a conference is not the easiest thing in the world. In fact, it probably is one of the most difficult things we've ever done. And you're doing it for the fourth time, so. You know, thank you to you for, you know, creating this. And of course, you're creating an online event alongside the live event. So there's a lot more work that goes into it. And I know you have a, you have a really good team with you. Deborah, I know Deborah Lobby is fully invested in making yeah. this the best conference ever. So I'm sure yeah. we will be hearing a lot more about the, conf- about the show, um, I guess, over the next few weeks. You're starting to promote it now. Absolutely, yeah. We will be putting many posts out on uh, on the likes of LinkedIn and Facebook, and just keeping people updated. You know, yeah. if it works for them, great. You know, if we can provide a little bit of education, albeit for free, through our online series and wherever you are, I think that's one of the reasons that we have stuck with the hybrid format this year. Is that you know we know a lot of people can't afford, or they don't uh, to come to Miami, or they don't live in the US or wherever. So we can we can potentially bring this to anyone's computer wherever they be. So, um, yeah, we, we, we wanted to make sure that was possible. And from my perspective, come to Miami. <laughs> Need... <laughs> and mine too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, come, come to Miami. I, it's, um, I've only ever been to Miami in and out of that airport, so it will be nice to actually walk out the airport doors for the first time. It will. And actually, I should say, we've, we've, got a, we've gone for a really unique kind of venue as well. It's like an eco-community. It's not a hotel banqueting hall. Uh, so we, we, we hope people will really appreciate that. It's got lush gardens around and uh, we're, we're pretty excited about, yeah, about that. So, yeah, please come along and, uh, or just get in touch. And I will see you there. You will. Really excited, Heather. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, Damien. Thank you, Heather. Bye-bye. Thank you, Damien Sheridan. Always an absolute pleasure to speak with you about my passion, which is direct booking. It was, you know, way back 20 years ago, because that's all we did was, was book direct. And, and I really love being back um, doing this. It always, it always gave me such a thrill to have people come and book a property and say to us, you know, we got onto your website and we couldn't get off it. There was so much information on there. And, you know, content on a website is just so important. So many presentations, I've, I've used the example of um, a, a website I saw probably about 15 years ago called Beaches of Eleuthera. I don't think that website is around anymore. It's actually been changed to Discover Eleuthera Bahamas. But anyway, 
I found this, I, I was thinking about going to Eleuthera. I wanted to find out about it. I wanted to find out about the location. I wasn't about to book accommodation without finding out where I was, where I was going and what we were, if, if this was the right place for us. So I found this site called Beaches of Eleuthera. And it had absolutely everything on it. It had the restaurants, it had all the beaches, it had places to go and find and buy fresh fish. It had things to do, nightlife. Actually, there wasn't much nightlife on Eleuthera. But I didn't have to go anywhere else to find information on the island. And on that site was a link or, or, or description of a vacation rental property. Now, that particular property did not work for me on that occasion. And... So I didn't book it. I booked something else. However, in the intervening, however many years it is since I saw that site, I have spoken about it so much. Anybody going to Eleuthera has to go to that site. And I don't think the, the, the person who owns that site would ever know that I've probably been one of their biggest ambassadors for, for their brand. And their site was not about their vacation rental. Their site was about the location. And as Alan Egan has often said, and I quote this over and over again, people don't go on vacation rental. People don't go on Airbnb. They go on vacation and they go to a vacation location and they find out about it before they look for their accommodation in general, unless they, they know exactly where they're going. So I think it's, it's so important to always bear that in mind. And if you can be the purveyor of that information Oh my goodness, you're going to bring more and more traffic to your website. So the more content you put on it, the more local you are in terms of sharing your information, the better it's going to be for you. I'm sort of going off on a tangent here, but as you can tell, this is my passion project, this whole business of, of, of content. I hope to see you in Miami. I would love to see you in Miami. What a fabulous venue uh, Damien has chosen for the Book Direct show. I can't wait to be there. If you are going, let me know. Let's connect while we're there. It's not going to be a massive conference. There aren't going to be thousands and thousands of people milling around. It's going to be, you know, very unique in, in terms of the venue and the way it's been put together. And I, for one, cannot wait to be there and, and hope to see you there too. So that's it for me for another week. Always a pleasure to be with you. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.